Listen, y'all, good morning. Thank you for tuning in to the morning shift. Where a shift happens, it's the camel's favorite day of the week, baby. It is hump day. And I appreciate you for riding with you, girl. Listen, the morning shift is being brought to you by Gatlin Mortuary, the name that you can trust. They're located at 500 East Alden Avenue, right here in the beautiful Azalea City of Valdosta, Georgia. In your family's need, time of need, please make sure that you call on the name that you can trust. And that's my dear brother, Mr. James K. Gatlin, and his fine staff down at Gatlin Mortuary. Listen, y'all, it is with sad duty that we announce the passing of Miss Dorothy James of Valdosta, who answered the master's call on Thursday, April the 2nd, at the Miller Nursing Home in Colquitt, Georgia. The celebration of life service is currently incomplete, but will be announced at a later date by the staff and management of Gatlin Mortuary. It is with sincere sympathy that Gatlin Mortuary announced the passing of Mr. Tony Randolph, who departed this life on Tuesday, March the 31st. The life celebration services for Mr. Randolph are currently incomplete at this time, but will be announced later by the staff of Gatlin Mortuary. Listen, y'all, I appreciate y'all for tuning in to the morning shift where shift happens. So this morning, I want to talk to us about ain't nobody paying attention, okay? Ain't nobody paying attention. And I'm going to go directly to Job chapter number 33. Listen, I'm going to be on this all week long. Ain't nobody paying attention. We are in a time, y'all, where we as a people, as a whole, we all got to start paying attention to what's going on. Not just paying attention to what's going on, but paying attention to what's being said right to what's being said and there are a lot of lot of people still a lot of people who are not paying attention to what's going on in our communities what's going on not in our community but in our in our state in our country and in the world and we gotta start paying attention and listening now found out a lot of people are not listening to the right people. It is, it pays, listen, it pays when you pay attention to the right people. We gotta learn, that's good. It pays to pay attention to the right people. Question you gotta ask yourself is, where am I getting this information that I'm getting? Where am I getting it from? Where am I getting the information? Who am I listening to? Whose voice am I heeding? Whose ideas am I listening to? Because some of the stuff that I've been seeing all of us post about, some of the things that I've been hearing us say, does not line up with what the medical experts are saying. And a lot of the things that we're doing, our actions are not equitable to the environment. Our actions are not equitable to the environment. What we are doing is not matching up with the times that we're in. We, oh, that's good. We have to make sure that what we are doing lines up with the times that we're in. Ain't nobody gonna say nothing to me. What we're doing matches. So if you know that we are in the middle of a pandemic, in the middle of a crisis, then our actions and our conduct, our faith, 
our behavior all have to line up, should line up with the time. Our intercession, our warfare has to, should match the times that we are in. And if you're not paying attention to the right people, if you're not plugged in to the right source, the Bible teaches us that we perish. We perish for the lack of knowledge. And some of the stuff that we are going to and we're listening to and we're abiding by, you cannot depend on the street committee in a time like this. You hear what I'm saying? We cannot depend on the street committee and Facebook news to guide us through these times. This ain't about what's going on in the community. This ain't about, you know, the next, the newest gossip. This ain't about the sweetest tea. This is life and death. This is your life. This is your family's life. These are your children's and generations to come. What we're doing, you can't depend. Listen, you cannot depend on the street committee. Let's talk about Job chapter number 33 while I'm here. Job chapter number 33. And we're going to look at Job chapter number 33 where Job's one of Job's friends had a response. It was Elihu. Job was complaining about his life and Job was convinced uh, and he was going on a rampage about how he believed that God was punishing him and not coming to uh, his rescue and that God was falsely accusing him. So I want you to look at Job 33. We're going to look at it from the Good News Translation. Listen to what I'm trying to tell you. We got to pay attention to the right people. Listen at this. And I'm just going to read it and I'm going to pause uh, in different places as we talk about this. Ain't nobody paying attention. It, listen. And now Job, his friend Elihu says, Job, listen carefully. To all I have to say, I'm ready to tell you what's on my mind. Everything that I'm about to tell you is true and sincere. I'm going to speak nothing but the truth to you. God's spirit made me and gave me life. He says, answer me if you can. Prepare your arguments. Go on and get your arguments in your head. You and I are the same in God's sight. Both of us were formed from the clay. So you don't have no reason to fear me because I will not overpower you. This is his friend telling him, you ain't got to be afraid of me. You don't have to be upset or mad. God made us the same. We're evil. But this is what I heard you say. And this is my response. So in verse number eight, he says, this is what I heard you say. I am not guilty. I've done nothing wrong. I'm innocent. I'm free from sin. But God finds excuses for attacking me and treats me like an enemy. He binds chains on my feet and watches every move that I make. But this is the part that I love right here. This is the part that grasps my attention. It says, but I tell you, Job, you are wrong. You are wrong. God is greater than any human being. Verse 13, why do you accuse God? Listen, why do you accuse God of never answering our complaints? Oh my God. Although God speaks, although God, here it is. Although God speaks again and again, no one pays attention to what he says. Now he's not talking about, um, uh, just anybody talking. 
He's not just uh, talking about it's your boss man. It's it's the governor. It's the president. It's you know your your the healthcare professionals. It's the police. No, he says God speaks again and again, but nobody pays attention to what he says. Remember, I said it pays to pay attention to the right people. You got to make sure that when you're going through the toughest times of your life, when you're going through that point in your life where you don't feel like you know your left from your right, you don't know which way to turn, you don't know which way to go, people are not under, don't seem to understand the weight and the burden that you may be experiencing. I'm talking about people who are on the front line every day. You don't understand this thing. You don't understand this pandemic. You don't understand the weight. You don't understand the burden. You don't understand how heavy this thing is until you're working right on the front lines of it. You don't understand the totality until you've seen how it's affecting lives left and right, how people are just dying. People who don't know they have what they have. People who are struggling. People who are fighting for their lives and until you watch these news briefs and hear the cries and hear the pain in the voices and in the tears and in the weeping of family members who who can't even say goodbye for the last time family members who can't even give that last embrace family members who can't hold the hands of their loved ones family members and loved ones who can't be there in the time of despair for other people until you see it and some of us we are not going to learn it we're not going to experience it it's not going to be serious to us until we have to live through it ourselves. And it's a shame that we do not learn from other people's experiences. Some things I don't have to experience personally for me to catch the drill. Some, sometimes, some things you just don't, you know, this experience is the best teacher. Sometimes you can learn your best experience by watching somebody else go through it. And so Elihu says, listen, you, you sitting here talking about God not answering your complaints and God is not coming through for you and God is not uh, uh, listening and you don't think he cares. He's speaking again and again, but ain't nobody paying attention. Ain't nobody paying attention. Verse 15 of Job 33, and I got to carry on, says at night when people are asleep, God speaks in dreams and visions. He makes them listen to what he says. Because some of us, come on, chill, we'll leave me alone, bro. Because some of us, we won't listen while we woke. So he gives us dreams and visions while we're asleep. So he can make you listen to what he has to say. He makes them listen to what he says. And they are frightened at his warning. God speaks to them to make them stop their sinning. And to save them from becoming too proud. Lord have mercy. He will not let them be destroyed. He saves them from death itself. He will, he will gives us, he gives us dreams and visions as warnings and as instructions. But we're so frightened by what we see that we still just cast it to the side and let, act like God has not shown us. There are a lot of people, I'm telling you, they, we may not know them, but I can almost guarantee you, and I've heard stories and I've heard people say that they've seen, they saw this happening in the spirit. They saw this in dreams. They saw it in visions, but we considered them nightmares. 
33, verse number 19. God corrects us by sending sickness and filling our bodies with pain. Those who are sick lose their appetites and even the finest foods look revolted. Their bodies waste away to nothing. You can see all their bones. They're about to go to the world of the dead. Perhaps, talking good, perhaps an angel may come to the aid, one of God's thousands of angels to remind us of our duty. Minds of our, us of our duty. But in mercy, the angel will say, release them. Lord, have mercy. That's verse number 24. We're re safe. Release them. And so I've come to encourage somebody today. I've come petitioning those merciful angels for those who are sick, those who are going through, they're dealing with this disease, those who are suffering. You, The, the word says it, that even though God sends this sickness uh, to us and that affects our bodies, that one of his angels can come down and even in the midst of this, when we're on our way to the grave, that that angel can speak and say, release them. And death has to let go. They are not to go down. This is what the word said. They are not to go down to the world of the dead. Here is the ransom to set them free. I came down to say, I'm praying that there be a release of healing over not just our community, not just our, uh, our state, but over the whole world, that there be a release. Whenever we understand and whenever we start to pay attention and take heed to what's being said from the people that it is coming from, we, we will start. 